In this episode 22 of the 4 or 5 Film Podcast with Picture House Central, we are just going to talk about the fucking films we've seen, because I've seen a lot. That's right, Captain No Film watching has watched films. Films such as Triple X, Split and the Lego Movie. Come for Sean, stay for the pop culture references. Catch me outside. How about that? Welcome to the 405 Film Podcast with Sean Melton and Adam Libanati Roach. What was that? What was what? Like the catching whatever. Catch me outside. How about that? It's oh. a meme. It's about oh. it. It's all I know. I only say what Bitmoji suggests me to do. This is true. It's good to be back. And also to be sort of back on schedule, I guess. Ooh, tell me more about the schedule. What well, are you talking about? Yeah, we were putting together episodes now to make sure that by the end of this year, the end, we will have over 100 episodes ready for your listening pleasure. Um, You know how... You know there's only like 52 weeks in a year, right? Yep, but thank you, Sean Melton, a.k.a. Sean Aceous. But maybe, maybe, yeah, we'll have extra special episodes like we, you know, like when from film festivals, like the Sean Dance episode, where we, where you talked, not me, not we, talked about Sundance. And if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen, duh. Well, I like your maths. And, I'm good at yeah, that. And I, uh, I like your positivity. Power of positivity. Yep. That's what Big E tells me. <laughs> anyway. London! So, uh... What? what? What was that intro music, anyway? It sounded pretty badass. Just when you write your scripts, I don't do it like that. <laughs> I, I actually put F into it. That's you saying badass, but with Batman, right? Yep. <laughs> well, that was one of the songs from the Lego Batman movie, which is oh. possibly one of the greatest animated Batman films in Lego of all time. And a film we will talk about later. <laughs> I, I will agree, it's definitely the greatest is, animated Lego Batman film of all time. But first up, we need to talk about the return of another action great. Scooby-Doo? Nope. Jason Bourne? Nope. Xander Cage. Spelt with a goddamn X instead of a Z. That's how you spell Xander, though. Not according to autocorrect. How do you spell autocorrect. xylophone? Fair point. Thank you. Anyway, we're going to talk about Triple X, the return of Xander Cage. Was it a return that was needed? Is it a return that we need for these times? Is it? Is it? Is it? Uh, we'll find out. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. I don't know. Okay, we are two weeks on from me seeing it. And I haven't seen it. You haven't seen I it. But I do know he... He skis in a forest and uh, motorcycles across the water like Jesus. If Jesus had had a motorcycle, yeah, if he Jesus just didn't have one. Xander Cage, Vin Diesel is the Jesus we need these days. It's it's interesting. And give you set the scene. So I invited my friend Karen to go see it, and she said, "Well, maybe." She only goes and watches films at above eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like. It's a bit of a risk. I feel like she's actually missing out on a bunch and then seeing yep. a bunch of shit movies. Exactly. You should never trust the Rotten never Tomatoes. Never trust Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic is a little bit better. But instead, me and Lawrence went, mm-hmm. and we decided to go see this film on a, on a screen that's, you know, obnoxious. We screen wanted to see No, mm-hmm. we wanted to see, not Picture House Central. No, no, we uh, went to see it at the O2 Cineworld. It's like it's good to see an obnoxious film on an obnoxious, on an obnoxious screen. Yes, they call it the super screen. You know that's obnoxious. It's like, do you have a right to call it the super screen? No. Do you have a right to call yourself a superhero? Well, you've got to have something super special about you. How big is it? Is it the one when you go up the escalators, like to the left on the? Special it's just side? it's on its own. It's just there on its own, and it's two floors. 
Oh, it's got a balcony? Yeah, it's got a balcony Damn. and the screen is like bigger. Well, probably the same size as an IMAX one, actually. Damn. It is ridiculous. No, no. Oh. And so we're going to see an obnoxious film and an obnoxious screen. Yep, and Triple yep, X yep. is is great. I'm a big fan of the improbable and the impossible, but I can't say Triple X is Mission Impossible. Otherwise, Tom Cruise or Walt so is something to say. But it's... it's I, I just... I don't know. There's something that really got me about it. Well, you're a grown-up. And the movie is for small teenage boys. That's the thing, though. Did Triple X make me realise that I'm now older? Did it, like... But it's just, like, I love action. I love stupid action. Like you mentioned in the start, Vin Diesel riding a motorcycle on water. Mm -hmm. It wasn't as improbable as I originally saw in the trailer because it looked like he was just riding so fast that he he was... What is he actually doing? Well, it's actually a bit where he presses a button and, like... um, skis come out underneath it so and the I was weight like, of that the motorcycles are really heavy we can still put him in a Jesus category we can still put him in Jesus category and like I'm going to speak good I'm going to be positive oh, about Triple X speak good to, now speak those good words speak the good book I'm going to speak the good book of Triple X Triple X is brilliant when it's aware of its insanity when it's trying to embrace the the 90s like you know, the 90s action scenes. It's all explosive and mm-hmm. stuff's happening that's, like, that is impossible. And instead of giving analytical reasons as to why certain things with tech are happening, they just go, yep, that's why. Yep, that's why that's happening. Enhance. Enhance. Enhance, like being able to... <laughs> enhance. Rotate. Enhance again. <laughs> instead of explaining why it's possible to crash satellites out of, the, the, out of space and they get through... The atmosphere about burning up, crashing like bombs, is. It's. What? I have to sneeze. Okay, sneeze. Now I don't have to. Okay, it's just basically. Why else would I tap my nose? Secrets. Secrets. (laughs) I was like, am I giving away too much about Triple X? Secrets. It's when it does that, like, it's. When you realise that Donnie Yen and, like, Tony Ya are in the same film together and. And there's a chance, just like Fast and the Furious, was it five or six when Vin Diesel went against The Rock? That was five when they first got together. When they had their little brawl, you've always wanted to see Vin Diesel against a martial arts superstar like Donnie Yen. And it doesn't disappoint, it's good. That's when Triple X is great, is when it's... it's It's not being sleazy. So you're saying it was being sleazy, and those are the parts you didn't like. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a red-blooded male. Like everyone loves, like, oi, like the the potential. I don't. The potential to walk into a room and everyone be like, oh, that's hot. But like, the Vin Diesel, I don't. It's just it wasn't necessary for the storyline. And I wrote about this in my review, which you can find on the Four or Five website. Like James Bond, that's fine. People are like, oh, hi James. And I know Triple X has always been ribbing on James Bond ever since the first film, where somebody who looks like James Bond is killed within the first scene. That was them saying, oh, the old secret agent is over, now time for the new. But what Triple X one did perfectly was you had somebody like Arjo Argento in there who is like ridiculously hot, but instead of just throwing herself at Vin Diesel, he earned it. But in this, it's just like, oh, you Xander Cage? He's like, oh, I'm going to have to do some hard work as he walks into a, a room where there's eight women. He, he almost, I think he says hard work. Like, kids are intelligent now. 
like I enjoy smutty jokes, I enjoy childish humour. But it felt like in Triple X, it just wasn't needed. Like there's a scene of Nina Debrev, um, who's quite possibly one of the hottest people around, and she's because Canadian. She's Canadian. And she's Canadian. It's because she's Canadian. It's because she's Canadian. It's a whole three minutes of her not, not like subtly flirting with Xander Cage in front of a room of other people, but just saying, "Oh, it's Xander Cage. I hear you're big." It's like, "Oh, come on." Ew. Yeah. And I thought maybe this was down to it being like aimed at people a lot younger than me, so like 12, 13 year olds, because when Ruby Rose gets introduced. Why do she, we want why do we want dick jokes aimed at 13 year olds? That's another good point. It, it's like her, she, when they introduce people, it's like um, a scratch and rewind. It's like they pause, freeze frame, and then some variables come in. It's like, oh, what's her Call of Duty name? Lady underscore You mean like boner. words come across the yeah. screen? Yeah. But this is me just, I'm not ranting or rambling, I'm just talking about the film. You should go see it, make your own mind up. It's good fun, it's loud. Go see it, probably in big-ass screen, of big-ass sound, because it won't have the same effect when you watch it at home. If you watch it at home, it will feel like a direct-to-video movie. And maybe that could be where Triple X is going, because this film only happened because of China. Thanks, China. As movies now try to appeal to more of the Chinese audiences, it's just financed and bankrolled in Shanghai. Interesting. So, it's a good film. DJ Caruso, who did it before, like, it's not a good film, it's an alright film, did Disturb You, which is great. And he's returning with G.I. Joe 3. And it's, it's. Didn't even know there was a second one. No, nor did I actually. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know there was. But, yeah, that's you're going to go see it, aren't you? I don't know anymore. Probably not. <laughs> you're going to wait for it to come out on. I feel like I can skip it. I have better films to see this week, I think. Oh, you should go see it. It's like, go go get yourself some popcorn and just... I even said it. I was like, Triple X is the perfect film if you leave your mind and your common sense at the door. But even with that, there are some things that make it just not worthwhile. It sets, it sets up a new universe nicely because, you know, every film needs a cinematic universe now. That is true. But like the Lego movie, which we're going to talk about later, that's setting itself up in a proper cinematic universe. But yeah, that's me and Triple X done. A lot of feelings. He laid it all out. Yeah, I'm sorry if you know I've annoyed some fanboys, but there you go. I'm pretty sure Triple X has no fanboys. Wonder if it does. Not like rabid fans. I'd be mad at you for like no, it's not. It's not a thing. Are you a rabid fan of Triple X and you don't like what I said? At Bacon Chin on Twitter, come, come, throw your fucking things at me. <laughs>
split on it. <laughs> You're the worst. You're literally, You're literally the worst. That was perfect. You're literally the worst. I am the best script writer ever. But yeah, after waxing lyrically about Triple X for far too long, I'm going to try and speed talk about Split. Are we going to split the time in half? Exactly. Um... It's a tough film to try and talk about without giving too much away. So if you've seen any previous M. Night Shyamalan films, um, I'm going to say it to you like this. It follows the same process of intrigue, intrigue, and then disappointment. <laughs> I actually... And, I, and, and, I did yeah. what I do with mystery films that I know I don't want to see, which ends up being a lot of horror films, but they still have a mystery, is I read what the plot is on Wikipedia. Yeah. So I know what happens in Split. Um, if you don't want to know... Yeah. Jump forward like five, six minutes, we'll be done because I'm going to get this out of my system pretty fast. Yeah. Um, M. Night Shyamalan. It's an M. Night Shyamalan film. And Is that offensive? Should we just say Shyamalan? M. Night Shyamalan film. We and we, we've we heard that it was supposed to be quite good. It was hyped. Yeah, it was. It was definitely hyped. And there's a lot of good things about it. And then there's also a lot of bad things about it. And I'm going to quickly talk about one of the... Um, let's go good. The actors. Good, yes. The actors are great. James solid McAvoy. Cast. He's always solid. Good. Um, there's a moment in the film where a lot of times when people change characters, they change clothes. It's like, oh, I link. I'm pretty sure we can say that he, he plays a character with split personality. Yeah, he plays a... Per- yeah, like that's that, in the trailers. And yeah, I'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Um, and the way... There's times where he does, he puts a different hat on to play a different character. But his manipulation of his whole body... Um, at times to show that he's transferred to another subtle character not and it's not it's not from him transferring to a man to the woman that you see in the trailer he transfers from um quite a an arty personality to a stern one and it's he changes like his whole face his whole face just moves and the way he's holding himself and it's brilliant like small touches McAvoy put in a p- tremendous performance as does uh, Anya Taylor-Joy who Casey Cook is a leading lady in it like Annoyingly, she starts as a loner, like got no friends. And at the start of the film, she's done her own, and her parents are just feeling sorry for her. It's that traditional story that's put Aww. together. It's like, oh, she's a loner, but she's supported by um, Haley Lee Richardson, who you spoke about in Columbus. Yes, she's and great. She puts in another incredible turn in this. She's one to watch, like big time. Does she make it to the end? And like, she just gonna take that as a no. It's gonna sleep past that, and she makes it to the end, depending on where you want the end to be. <laughs> and and she's great in this, and like who knows what's next for her. Big thanks. And the dynamics. She's really nice too. I met her. Oh, she's lovely. She's very lovely. Ah, she guess when she was born. Nineteen ninety five. And um, she's got a very nice boyfriend. Too. Sad. Oh. She's very handsome. Never mind. Don't yeah. like her anyway. Um, dynamics in the film are interesting. Like the group of girls abducted do. A, do try a tad to escape, but that's about it. You and always here, do. You always would try to escape. And here's my problem. Problem. The tension is bearable. That's the thing. Like that, That's the problem. The tension should not be bearable. No, I didn't say unbearable. I said it's bearable. Like, and the problem with this is that it just, they, it's ruined by the, the marketing team. So throughout the start of the film, going to touch on a few things here. That In the trailer... They're talking about how many split personalities he has. And like, oh, there's this one that no one knows about, which is the Beast. You fucking watch the trailer. You've seen it. Yeah, they actually... They, and they mention it, it. It's alluded to with, like, a throwaway line from the, his doctor saying, sometimes if you're, like, 
your split personality, if you have um, that syndrome, it can actually change your body chemistry. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It just I assume there must, which is why I read about. It, I assume there must yeah. be another level of. That's what I that's thought. That's what people are saying. Oh, there's a twist out there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Is it aliens? Yeah. Does he wake up and then there's there's Bryce Dallas Howard and they're actually still in the village? Like, what could it be? It could be but amazing. But it's not. And they, they just give it away. So it kind of means that you're waiting for that. And then when that's it, the film's like, well, it's a bit of a damp squib. And so that's my annoyance is that it's it's the tension that was there is given away. But within the within that storyline of it's just split personalities like that's still it sounds like it's still pretty decent people have been saying that that's not too bad like he does a great job they do a great job it's just and this is what i want to ask you like have we reached peak m night has he been parodied so much now that he feels like we're expecting a standard sandwich of like of his films well, my favorite M. Night Shyamalan film is Lady in the Water, which everyone hates, so I'm a bad person to ask. I think he should make more movies like that. But you don't think that because of his well, we failed ha- we films... we haven't reached peak because he doesn't make too many movies. But it's like it's always the same. Like the director I- I'm tired of, and I still think he's a cool person, is Quentin Tarantino. I wish he'd stop making movies. I am also tired of him. But I don't get excited. When, when was the last M. Night Shyamalan movie? Okay, I take it back, because he had that, like... Um, I put, uh, put in, has he managed to pull it around since the happening? Well, no, he did the um, the found footage Grandma's House one. Um, I think it's called The House. No. To gra- uh, anyway, it was called Grandma's House. Yeah, but it was it was found footage stuff, so it was a little bit different. I also read the plot of that one. That actually had a pretty interesting twist, but apparently wasn't executed that well. Um, I just feel like he's taken so many breaks and just worked on producing things that that's not like a th- like I don't think we've reached a peak because he's just to me he's been off the radar for so long. Maybe not peak. Maybe he needs to. Didn't he like? Didn't he invest in a TV show? Like, is Sense Eight his thing? No. No, that's Wachowski's. Okay. I don't know. In I... any case, I I feel like no one has ever recovered from how upset they were about the end of the village. <laughs> which, by the way, my father guessed. He guessed, guessed and well. he told me. And I was like, that's not true because that's the end of a novel I read when I was 14. It's the plotline of a children's book. I shit you not. Without the monsters, a little girl stuck in a pioneer village. Can you find village. out what that book is and put it in the right? I can. Like cool. it's actually. I feel like he must have read that book. That's why I'm like, Dad. That that's a book I read like a couple years ago. It's not this movie. He was right. Um, I think he won ten dollars from me. Motherfucker. I think but the, but people it's... were so mad at that, and to me, I thought it was amazing. I actually thought it was really funny. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was so great. I just thought, imagine. Imagine living that life and not realizing you were in like a pioneer village. That's like, amazing. It didn't. I think people were mad because the monsters weren't real. But it's like every other film he'd done before that had like some. Like I didn't like signs that much, but whatever. Swing the away. But I feel like I think he still delivered on that. And I think people just need to stop being such fucking babies and get over the fact that there were no real. You know what? they were real monsters because they were real to all it needs to be for a monster to be real is that you think it's real so they were real they were all real right, to Plato, all the, come yeah on. they were real anyway i don't even i don't like that movie that much i don't know why i'm defending, why are you defending it so much. i have no idea why are you what def- were we even talking about <laughs> i hate oh, this movie <laughs> peak peak Shyamalan. no i don't think it's i don't think it's a thing okay but we should all revisit our the old favorites like i love lady in the water i think unbreakable is unbreakable great. is one of the best films um, science um, is okay i mean i uh, not really. No, Six um, Sense is still Sense where it's is at. Solid, Six yeah. Sense and Unbreakable is still where it's at. I, that, 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 that's basically it. Yeah. 
There we go. The happening's great too, though. What? Me? No. Uh, Do you like hot dogs? I get a bad rap. Hot dogs get a bad rap. Okay, so that's split. It's still in cinemas. Go see it and tell us what you think. Tell me what you think. At Bacon Chin. And yet again, throw more things at me. I'd love it. Don't throw things at me, though. I just want Twitter friends. Fuck me. Bloody hell. That was split. Right. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the team. Unless you're Batman and you don't want to be part of the team. No, Batman works alone. So get ready. Strap yourself in because we're going to be talking about the joyous, joyous movie that was the Lego Batman movie. Who has the coolest gadgets? Who has the tricked out ride? Who does the sickest backflips? So, we saw Lego Batman today. Yes, we did. And I haven't seen you that excited in a movie since we saw Now You See Me Too. No, that's a lie. But yeah, I was excited within the film. I was excited for everything that the, not just like Lego Batman, but like the Lego universe has available to it. Yes, I I have to admit, I was, I was a tiny bit apprehensive because what I personally loved about the Lego movie is was the end of it Mm. that particular little reveal that grounded it in a way i wasn't expecting and that made the entire thing really special and i wasn't sure it's like that can't be a surprise in this film but um they managed to make it pop culture with a lot of superhero references lots of batman references very sly and sarcastic but also have a little bit of that lego magic a lot of lego magic and and like the lego movie before ridiculous amount of self-awareness yes so the bits in it um when they throw back through batman time yeah through the batman they acknowledge era. that batman has been alive for at least 80 years and yeah. that's not weird at all it's totally okay they're just like yeah that's fine he's like you still got great abs he does he has nine abs. he has nine abs actually and that's that's interesting so all of you bodybuilders out there train a bit harder and get yes, nine abs. you gotta get i gotta have an extra one like batman but it's interesting the, the film's not done by Phil Lord and Chris Miller. They produce it. Um, that's obvious. Like The Lego movie created a world, as you said, that had a beautiful ending, but more so it created a world that now means that they can really just go wild. And the Batman movie is an example of them just going insane. You know what like, I kind with of, what they have access thought, to. Though, what? To me, the Batman movie really reminded me that there is a game called Lego Dimensions now. And yes, I it did really that a lot. I really think that that's the that's the world they were exploring. It was it was not like oh here buy this game, but it was kind of like oh okay, you are very much acknowledging that yes, there is a video game called Lego Dimensions. And you should go out and buy it and get all the little minifigs for it. I did think that at one point as well, but I kind of went no 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 no. But then I'm kind of gonna go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the the next regular Lego movie does because the games have gotten so big, especially yeah. since the second rollout. So, it, I'm curious to see what they do because this one I was surprised. I was like, oh shit, that is literally a reference. It has to be to kind of the concept of Lego Dimensions. Yeah, sort it is. Of. It yeah. felt like it, but then they kept it. They did it quite well yeah. because it was in the. Um... It was definitely not like product placement where it like really quickly no, flashes yeah. across the screen or anything. It's not. It's not like that at all. But it's like the Phantom Zone. That's the perfect yeah. place, like that they could use it for, for yeah. loads of things to be when you won't see anything more. But let's talk about the cast. So when you 
the Lego movie had a great cast and yes. like had cameos from people there. So many famous voices popping up to do like a couple of lines of dialogue because why would you not? It's a Lego movie. Why and would you... this movie was no different. Um, so we got Will Arnett reprising his role as um, everybody's perfect favourite person to be in black and to make songs about loneliness, which is a key theme of the film. Then yes. you got Zach Galifianakis playing the Joker. Galifianakis. Galifianakis. That's okay. No one can pronounce his name. Oh, he God. was a joker. Michael Sarah was Master Dick or Robin. <laughs> Rosario Dawson was um, Barbara Gordon, the new commissioner. And now I'm not going to be able to pronounce his last name. Is it Fines? Ralph Fines? Fines. Oh, I did it. Um, that's not how you spell it, though. But no, that's it's okay. not. <laughs> but Ralph Fines is. Um, uh, Alfred. Alfred. I was going to call That's him Albert. I, was I know, I, Albert. I nearly did Albert as I well. Said Albert. <laughs> and, uh, but you, there's something interesting about Zaria Dawson and who she was playing and Commissioner Gordon as well. Well, I I thought in the trailers um, her her Lego skin color was slightly darker. It was basically, it matched her own skin tone. And she has a Puerto Rican um, and I think Cuban background. And I was like, shit, like they're actually letting her be her, her ethnic background and not making her a white Lego figure. Cause she's definitely not like, like basically there's lots of actual shades in the Lego universe, which is really cool. And um, the, the voice of her dad, uh, Jim Gordon is also um uh, it's Hector Elizondo who has a Puerto Rican background yeah. too so that seemed very deliberate and I just thought that was kind of cool because it they didn't make a big deal out of it they didn't really mention it and historically those two characters are are you are actually aren't they're white in the comics and everything yeah. right I, I don't read the comics maybe there's an iteration of them being um, black or Puerto Rican or something but I just thought that was cool that they just did it they didn't bring a lot of attention to it, and there she was being a badass non-white yeah. che- uh, commissioner. What is a commissioner anyway? I don't know. That's a really <laughs> I good don't point. even know. But she was badass. She went to Harvard for police. Is that a real place? Well, no. So they kept saying it's like Harvard for police. Like, oh, just keep saying it. I'll well, agree it exists. Well, it's probably a police academy, the best police academy. I bet According the same, to her. the same one that um, that uh, Clarice from. Uh, no, she goes to an FBI academy, doesn't Clarice she? Clarice from yeah. what? Um, Science of the Lambs? Yeah, but she's in an FBI academy. Yeah, she's in a real FBI academy. Hey, hey, Harvard for Police is just as good as the FBI. If it exists, we'll find out. But it's great. The film is funny. It's for the parents as well, and it's for yes. like anyone of all ages, which is... We laughed out loud. The children laughed out loud. There's one little boy who was very confused throughout the entire thing, but we'll forgive him. I swore too much, realised I was in a film for kids, because yeah. I was freaking out. Like, literally freaking out at the potential, he the possibilities. He really was, clutching my arm and going, what the fuck? I know, it's not good to it be was, swearing like that. It was that. really cute. It was very, very cute. It made it... I love seeing movies with people who are, like, really into them and reacting, and it made it... It made it all the more fun for me. But yeah, it's it's laugh out loud. It's um, it's cheeky. It's um, is self aware, like yeah. I said. And like, here's here's um, here's a comment made by Polygon. They call it the best Batman movie since The Dark Knight. And that may sound a little bit whoa, really? It is the best Batman. And then when you start to consider it, I really like The Dark Knight Rises. I know a lot of people didn't. Is that the last one? Then there's Batman versus Wait, is Superman. That, is that the last one of all of them? Is that yeah, the main? That's the last Batman? Nolan one. Yeah, but okay. Batman versus Superman counts. Wait, well, no. It's and a then crap movie. But yeah, it's still a Batman film. And then a uh, stretch Suicide Squad. No, he's barely in that. You can't. You gotta at least erase but that. But then 
the Killing Joke. That's a Batman animated film that came out recently. So is that included? I don't know. They didn't say. But it's a very good film. But is it the best Batman film since The Dark Knight? Yes. Oh. All right. I Yeah, I totally think so. It's got a banging soundtrack as well. Like <laughs> yeah. you heard the song at the start, which was by Patrick Stump, who I still don't know who he is. And How do you not know that he's from Fallout Boy? Because I just don't know names. If they said Fallout Boy, well, we still haven't forgiven him for Ghostbusters then. No, probably not. But this is just him is on his, his own. Redeeming? This is just him on his own. Is he like? Is he actually doing the voice, or is that like? Um, instead of well, at the start, there's an amazing song that starts playing, and he's doing the voice. Everyone okay. feels that it's Will Arnett, but it's not. But did but we're sure he didn't just write it, and some an actor's not doing the voice. Well, that's what slash films say. Oh, okay. So I'm cool. taking this from Slash Film. So if th- that's incorrect, then blame them. You know, I'd rather somebody not throw more hot fires at me from this if podcast needs than a before. a hot fire at Slash Film. Slash Film. But it's, what's interesting is a Lego Batman film is great. The Lego Batman film works on a property that everyone knows, be it from like the 1960s all the way through to modern day. Yes. And like, they, it's a DC property that everyone knows. That's cool. They also managed to bring in... Um, a, a plot line that anyone can get with no matter what their age like yeah. the underlying message like it has a message like the the first lego movie did that it's like a learning lesson that yes kids can learn something parents go ah, and that's also pretty cool but the next one though is ninjago ninjago and in any if you're a, a re- person with, with reason i guess you kind of think this ain't gonna be so successful because they've got to get that over. They've got to get that idea and that char- those characters over. And it's out this year as well. And Batman was fine, because everyone knows Batman. But I don't know shit about Ninja Go. You could argue that the two main characters in the Lego movie are made-up characters. There were cameos by famous Lego figs. But True. No, like, uh, Wild Style and what was it? What was his face? Chris Pratt. Yeah, Wild, Wild <laughs> Style and Chris Pratt. They were just made up characters. True. And that's who you went through the world with. But I think what people loved about that, and that's why there actually is a Batman movie, is all of the little, like, holy shit, look at all these famous Lego characters. And I think that's what made it kind of fun. And the Ninja Go, when they appeared in the Lego movie, no one really gave two shits about. Were they in the Lego yeah. movie? What part of the Lego movie? They're just in it. They're side characters. There's hardly they're not really focused oh, okay. on. And that's there's the... a there's a level in your dimensions game that we played as the Ninja Go. Yeah, but it's right? just like you just want to get past it, and that's the problem. Like you're in the Lego world and you're invested in it, including dimensions, because you want to see what they'll totally have some other people though. I yeah. bet they totally will. Um. So yeah, that's the next one. Then in 2018, it's um. A Lego movie sequel. Is Chris Pratt back? Chris Pratt his wild is back. style back? What is, what is his character's name? Is it like like Arthur? Ben? Um, like, I can't remember what it is, but it's just Matt? like... It's like a really normal name. I feel like he's just got like a normal like builder name. So I want to call him like Ben the Builder, but I feel Bob like it's not the it. Builder. Oh, that's why I'm thinking. Emmett. Emmett. Yeah, that's yep, pretty obvious. Yep. Yeah, they're back in 2018. Lord and Miller writing, but not directing. They're doing that Han Solo thing that you love so much. Um, and it's said Mike Mitchell who directed Juice Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and then Trolls last year. Is that was that the break in between those, or you used to recognize the other films on his list? Oh no, that wasn't the break from 1999 to 2016. Oh, yeah, He's done what? some other things, but not anything too um, substantial. So yeah, that's where the Lego world is now going. Are you excited for that? You know what? I will say yes, because I I did not ever want to see the Lego movie because in my head I was like. 
this was before we had um, trolls and emoji movies and everything. And so I thought, why do we need it? Like, how can there be a movie based off of a toy? And then, of course, I, I forget my favorite TV show when I was a kid, which was Care Bears. Like, Care Bears started off as greeting cards, FYI. So things can start off as other things and then get turned into movies. Like, the Ninja Turtles, were were they toys before toys. they were? Were they toys first? I think they were, first. I think they were cartoon first. Comic characters. Yeah. But Transformers were toys first, weren't they? Yes. And a lot of things have gone that way, so I feel like my initial thought of, uh, how could Legos be a movie was a little flippant. Um... But it exceeded my expectations so much, and I think based on this one, still having that same magic and not feeling like, oh, it's just another Lego movie, I think they're going to keep on rocking it and making it really great. So you make some good points, and as I now lead this into the end of the podcast, I've been uh, Adam Libanati wrote, and you've been... Shard Melton. And this is with Picture House Centre as Panormal. I ask you this question. You're just saying you're more receptive to the Lego movie and you weren't going to go. Yeah. How do you feel about the Emoji Movie? Oh, well, I'm not going to go to the Emoji Movie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you have to draw a line somewhere. I Because I think it's... I think in the context of Lego, it's something that, like... Like, you know, it's like when you imagine Toy Story. Like, you know, you want your toys to be alive. Emojis are... are, are they, they're not real. They, like, they, there's, I don't like this idea of, like, a world where... You can go inside your phone and the emojis are, like, alive and waiting for someone to push them so they can get sent to... Like, like if I send five poop emojis, does that mean the f- poop is times by five and he has, like, five siblings? I'm like, how does that work? Right? Or does he get copied? Like, like even, like, like the World Record Ralph setup was really unique because it actually set up properly these characters going into the games to be played. We should watch that. It's been a while. It's a really good movie. But I just, I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't understand. I'm really tempted to just fade this out as the ending because you're getting really red. I don't, (laughs) I don't know how it's going to work as emojis. I just don't get, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to see it. Don't make me. Don't make me see it. No. I don't want to. We're going to go see it, aren't we? Yes, we are. Oh. I wake up early in the morning and I'm texting you. Uh, hey, Robin, it's 7.30. Well, that's okay. I'm ready to fight crime. You're the dark night. I'll be sleeping past two. This has been the 405 Film Podcast in partnership with Picture House Central. They're pretty awesome, and we're pretty sure they'd say the same about us, hopefully. Maybe? Yes, yes they would. The podcast is produced and kind of written and researched, but mostly rambled by Sharn Melton, me, and Adam Libinati Roach, that other guy. Make sure to follow our brand new iTunes and SoundCloud channels. It's just the film podcast. All films, all the time. Doesn't get much better than that. And make sure to follow us on social media because it makes Adam feel better about himself. Friend, my